This is the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning. Wimpy for three, butter. Rob Thompson and Rudy J get you inside the San Antonio Spurs along with everything NBA. It's the Silver and Black Podcast with r in the Morning, part of the San Antonio Sports Star Podcast Network at sasportstar.com. Now, here are the guys. Spurs hitting the road as we sit on the road, uh, but they're going to beautiful Miami uh, to start a road trip. Uh, nine games on the road, ten wins. In the past, you know, as we headed on out to this, this was the traditional bunker down, prepare yourself, these are the roles, we're headed to the playoffs, let's get it started. That's not the case anymore. Uh, Miami does offer... Uh, Less of a threat than they used to. This is a team kind of in their own transition, but I, I don't think prospects are great tonight. I think we look at incremental growth as we begin a roadie. It's going to be tough, uh, to say the least. Um, not great to start at Miami, uh, personally. Um, but historically, we're pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, right now, you know. By the way, did you see, I saw this last night right when I was going to bed, the Bucks lost last night to the Suns. And I want to read this exactly. This is from Stat News. It was the Bucks' first loss on a Tuesday in over 1,000 days. That is a very <laughs> important stat. <laughs> they that had, is equal to or better they had the won, assist of 20. They had, they had won 26 straight Tuesday games. But anyway, on that kind of subject, um, great article in the Express News. Uh, Nick Moyle wrote it, um, kind of recapping or establishing where the Spurs are at as the rodeo road trip begins. So from 2003 to 2017 – Pretty prominent stretch of time for <laughs> the San Antonio Spurs. Um, the Spurs played 125 games throughout the rodeo road trip and won 88 of them. A winning percentage just over 70, um, with a winning record in, in 14 of those 15 seasons throughout the road trip. So, which is why you, you know, we've been kind of talking about this. Like the rodeo road trip was always fun, you know, because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're gonna go kick ass and you know whatever, and you know tune themselves up and get ready for the playoffs. That has not been the case uh, over the last few seasons um the last five rodeo road trips has have featured the spurs playing 39 total games how many do you think they have won in five years five years 39 games 10 it is exactly 10 that is that is awful man that is that is so counter to what we believe this to be it is truly what everybody thought it was going to be when this first started kicking in when we built that place um just really quickly um this is a little bit muddied because of covid um and that you know kind of season but just i mean again as far as games that are counted 10 of 39 dude what how is that possible well you know roadie even good teams only hope to win half i mean we have to be realistic that it is the nba we didn't but ha- we didn't have to be realistic before though you're right and to, to just win half would have been an upsetting rodeo road trip just because we were accustomed to such things but uh, when you but what i think feels even worse is we, the rodeo road trip's tough on any team. Nine consecutive road games. There, It is broken up by the All-Star game. You do get to come home, but there's something about home cooking. Then we have added in two more. Or how many of the Austin games are we dealing with? The outside of San Antonio roadies that really aren't home games for anybody. So then we've got a bad team that can't win on the road that we have taken away two more home cooking games or the Austin games. So we've got another road issue here. So we've we've compounded our our pain in the effort to grow the brand. And it just seems miserable now knowing the prospects of a month 
where any win, any win the Spurs get for the next month will be considered an upset. They're not going to be favored in one game. Not that they're accustomed to being favored at all, but you add two points or three points no matter what to this. It's going to, it just looks like they're paddling a kayak up a, up a rapid, and they're just, it's just going to be a miserable ride. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Like, there's no way of splitting this. It's going to be terrible. As far as the road trip is concerned, though, specifically mm-hmm. the nine games, you mentioned being, you know, underdogs or whatever. Find the win. Okay, just generally at Miami. No. At Orlando. Uh, no. At Brooklyn. Uh, no. That's the I mean, city. Maybe. Uh, what's the how, how long before we play Brooklyn were we off? Uh, do you get two days? So, two days. So uh, I'm going to put that as a possible. They're at Orlando tomorrow and at Brooklyn on Saturday. I'm going to put the uh, Brooklyn as a possible. At Toronto on Monday. I uh, know. At Dallas. No. At the Kings. No. At the Lakers. No. At the Jazz. No. At well, the, Jazz are possible. At the T-Wolves. Dude, that's the best <laughs> one of the year. There's, gonna, there's some revenge coming. That ain't going to happen. So maybe, ma, 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 maybe two games. If they fall ass backwards and find some luck. Tonight, obviously, the game that begins the rodeo trip at Miami, what do you think the line is? Uh, last I saw it was eight and a half. We had talked. Yeah. It was nine and a half. Would you take them at double digits? It's down to eight. Down. <laughs> well, you know, I, I discount the fact that they have had some days of practice, and anybody who follows the Spurs closely and is playing a Price Picks app, I would pick the over in a lot of things because one thing I do know about Pop and his team is they do execute after a good couple of days of practice. So I do think they're going to come out ready to go, knowing full well that you know you dive into the pool, you swim real hard, and then you float. So you might as well start this thing. With a win, so you can get one under your belt. I think they're coming for Bear. And if they can, I mean, they're certainly bigger than, than Miami. So I do think that there's some opportunity. But I would take I'd take the Spurs anything under 13. I don't think so. Um, I do want to address two things in the uh, the brigade bar. Cougs, we see you, Cougs, uh, says Brooklyn is definitely a maybe. Toronto, too. Yeah, uh, Toronto is. Uh, sure. Um, so that's the first thing. But I do want to also touch on uh, Claymore said, uh, if we're going to tune in, you know, it's a courtesy explanation on the lack of video. So yes, yes. We, we saw you. We, you this. We, we saw you talking about this in the chat. By the way, um, and this what we're this literal conversation is accessible on our website, sasportstar.com. Every day we talk silver and black uh, in our podcast. You can go check that out. You can also watch this this specific segment on our YouTube channel. Go to the SA Sports Star YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, Noti Gang, turn on the notifications, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the reality of this situation is we're not in the studio. We're on the road. So there are some technical difficulties, what with, you know, curating this, that, and the other. So all of these interviews that Rob and I are they doing are on, video. on the Morning Huddle are on video. If you are on our YouTube channel, so you could stay watching the show live. But if you just go to our channel, you can see the video. So if you go there right now, you will see the interviews that we have had so far while we've been here in Las Vegas. Brian Billick, and then this morning we had Andrew Perloff and, and Mike Smith. Mike so Smith. Th- and everything else we do. Right. And everything, every interview that Rob and I have will be available on the YouTube channel as its own standalone video. It won't be part of the stream because of the technical difficulties involved with everything. But if you go to the YouTube channel, you can find those videos. You can watch those conversations. Apologies for having to take those few teeny tiny extra steps. Um, but that's the best way that we can get everything together without blowing up the universe. And it's uh, worth seeing RJ. That alone is worth the effort. Uh, that's true. Um, you know, so and you can see all the guests. Uh, predictions, I do think one, two wins, and we'll find one because I do know they're capable of it. There's there's teams that they match up well against on this road. Uh, there, there's opportunities for you know 
Victor Deshaux versus guys of his height and smaller. Um, there's some opportunity on with teams that don't play very good defense. So I do think there's an opportunity because we have seen them play well enough to be contention. I will, I, I will also predict there will be two wins. We'll find it. Um, I don't think so. I, I, I do. But above and beyond that, when, they, when we do finally see them in, in home brown, when they're home and they're and they're brown and pink, uh, this team will not be the same. I think during this little roadie, uh, and when they fly home for the All Star break, and Victor grabs his uh, All Star garb, um, this team will, is going to be different. We got a couple of days. The trade deadline tomorrow. Uh, Who's right now? If, give me one name that's not on the Spurs on Friday. I, I, I would be shocked that if 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 Chetty Osman is still a Spur, that's your it's one? because they have did not get a good enough good enough offer. I know in their minds, I know that he is a needed and valued commodity on a couple of teams that need that for the push. Um, he's uh, worthwhile price wise, contract wise. Uh, McDermott also offers a service that I think a lot of teams are looking for. So I'd be rather surprised if something like that doesn't happen. But uh, and I'm not. But my expectations of the Spurs making a move right now would be, it, it would be. Well, not, I mean, bringing someone in is what Making a deal yeah. that would, uh, you know, it, just because Chetty's gone doesn't mean something coming back. It could be yeah. draft picks. It could be some other stuff. But I, I do think now considerations. Is, uh, whatever it takes. And, and But I don't hold out hope that, I, I'd say it's 30% that it'll happen. But I do think that there's teams that are going to be calling over the next 24, 48 hours. I do think the most likely trade involves Chetty. Finding, you know, being freed, finding a new home. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the way, Brian in the brigade bar says Pop should be held accountable for not handing Wemby the balls for the final seven. The, I, the, that is like those are the seven minutes from hell. Like, like every like I have not seen people obsessed, and some of it's been the, the little break mm-hmm. before the rodeo road trip. But like people are really whole, and there's there's been a game since then that those seven minutes are really kind of trapping, rightfully so, as Spurs fans right now. It, it encapsulates the season, and I think everybody who saw it realized it. Including the coach, um, and I think the players involved realized post game that that kind of summed up a lot of stuff that they're dealing with, and maybe that's a cure from the rodeo road trip. One of those things where you, it is truly a, a San Antonio against everybody, and maybe that'll kind of lend a more of a, a sharing environment, a Batman and Robin esque, where you pick you figure out which cape you got on. I don't I don't think Robin. You don't want to wear somebody else's cape. Robin, you, you ever put on a misfit in the cape? I never have. Well. I speak from experience, and a misfit in cape chafes.